Hey Sam, what's up, Andrew? Did you know John Cena was in this movie? No, no, I did not, Andrew. Because I couldn't see him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between, welcome. Welcome back. back. Oh, God. <coughs> Dear Lord, what is this? I don't need that in my life. Uh, oh, I'm already feeling gross. My name uh, is Sam Van again. And I am Andrew Thomas. And I am uh, sick. I'm getting over a sick. I'm in a sick. Who knows where I am in this? It's just happening. Uh, and you need to find your place in all of this. What? It was a, a last Jedi goof. Okay. Uh, and I also apologize if you can hear my upstairs neighbors doing something. I don't know what they're doing. I just hear weird sounds every once in a while. Ah. But at least it's not dubstep. It's not dubstep. It is like, it's like, I don't know, it sounds like building or moving something. I don't know what's happening. Ah. Maybe laundry. Could be laundry. <laughs> they're building, moving something, or laundry. Yeah. That classic, that classic, a lot them. of noise sound. It's one of them. Activity. Andrew, uh, how you doing, bud? Um, um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, I'm alright. <laughs> like, generally in the world, I'm alright. I'm privileged. I'm a privileged black man, so hey, look at that. Uh, <laughs> Where did that come from? So hey, you know, not all things could be bad. <laughs> how are you, Sam? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I'm fine. I, I've been like I've had a weirdly productive weekend. I, even though I'm sick, it's very strange. But I'm fine with that's it. That's the way to do it. I like woke up at like eight a.m. this morning. Oof! I didn't, I didn't go to bed till eight a.m. Yeah, well, I don't have a life, so I woke up at eight a.m. and I watched some stand-up special. And then I, like, what did you watch? I watched uh, old Mark Maron one. I was just like, oh, I remember liking this, and I put it on. And I was like, this was good. I also recently watched I watched Pete Davidson's one. I was about to ask, have you watched Pete Davidson? Did you Is watch it? Good? It? No, I've been waiting to hear your review. I I don't love him as a stand-up. I I don't love mm-hmm. him as a comedian. I think he he does have some very funny bits. Yeah. Um, he has some bits that are very not funny. And it's a hard it's a hard balance to to strike, but he has some really good bits. Um mm-hmm. But I only watched it because I saw like this article being like, I, ju- I just read the headline because I was like, I don't want to read about this bullshit. But it intrigued me enough to like watch it when I got home, which was like, Pete Davidson shits on Ariana Grande in his new stand-up special. <laughs> but I was just like, what? Okay. Okay. So I like watched it, and uh... he doesn't really. Like he just... He sets it up pretty well. He's like, yeah, she got to, you know, have a number one hit song, be named Billboard's Woman of the Year, and I get this. So I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, that's good. Yeah. That's a good, you know. Um, his take on it is very is very funny. Yeah. Um, so, like, if, you, if you're a fan of stand-up and you have a spare hour, I don't know. Why, why not? not? There are better stand-up I, specials out, like 
yeah. watch Jenny Slate's stand up. It's really good. Watch Michelle Wolf's new stand up. It's so fucking funny. But if you're like, oh, uh, I got nothing to watch, why not? Pete Davidson. Yeah. Live from New York. Yeah. Oh, alive in New York. Um, he's funny, like conversational. Like in an interview, he's great. He's hilarious. Yeah. I think sometimes. Like stand up, I, I'm afraid I won't think he's funny, but who knows? He I has some really very good bits. He, it's very clear that he's like learned a lot from. He did a tour with John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear that he learned a lot from that. Ah, uh, like there's a clear difference in in some of his jokes that it's like, oh, this seems like it was pre Mulaney, and this is like post Mulaney jokes, <laughs> post, which is like kind of interesting to like look at. Yeah, even if you don't think it's the funniest thing in the world. But yeah. I like it, it. It did really get me laughing a couple times. So, well, that's the episode. You can find us on Spotify. <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about today. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on Pete Davidson's "Alive from New York." <laughs> Wait, no, there's the real thing you can't else even see. Oh, there's something else, and he's sitting right there. It's the Invisible Man, twenty twenties, Lee Waddell. The Invisible Boy. The Invisible Boy with an eye. <laughs> we did it. We watched it. Sam. We did. I've been, since I walked out, sometimes, because we've been doing this long enough, and we've been yeah. friends for long enough, yeah. where we see movies and you're like, oh, Sam liked that. Yeah. Oh, Sam hated that. Yeah. Sam, no idea. I mean, I knew no I, idea. I knew in Cats immediately. I was like, oh, yeah, Andrews, this is Andrews' entire shit. Um, Uh, and I am okay with that Um, what'd you think Sam? Uh, The Invisible Man 2020 Lee Winnell's smash hit Uh, this movie fucking rips ass it's so good it's dope as fuck it's it's like a really solid movie is it the greatest movie I've ever seen? no is it gonna be on my list at the end of the year? probably not but for like a, a you know late February release this movie slaps as the kids say it's it's certainly better than uh than isn't it romantic I can say that oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah did you not like so here's the thing you didn't like it um Andrew I I thought we were going to be on the same page my boy I wouldn't I wouldn't call this it's been a while since we've been on the same page it feels like we've been a even like Birds of Prey, we liked it, but we liked it at different Very degrees. Different Other than Ewan McGregor, <sighs> still. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He great. I wouldn't sit here. This is going to be a hard one. This is going to be a hard episode for for your guy. Because oh. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bad movie because it's not. I don't like it. It just didn't do anything for you. It didn't do any. It didn't do a gosh darn thing for me. Okay. And this and this was. The movie, I could cry. I wanted to like it so bad. It's Lee Waddell. It's my guy. It's my guy. And I was like, ooh, come on, come on, get it, Invisible Man. Oh, and it's the, it's this universal monster mash whole shebang. I was so ready. And I just walked out like, I felt like I wasted my time. Um, I have one really big issue with the movie, and then other than that, I'm like, this is a solid, like, all-around movie. Well, we'll get into it, but let's hop in to that to that cast. <laughs> <laughs>
to that that cast. There's not a whole lot of um, folk to really talk about. Um, yeah. So real quick, uh, Michael Dorman as uh, Tom Griffin, the the lawyer brother. Ah, he was he served his purpose. Also, right now, spoilers. Unless you don't want to do it. Uh, no, if you spo- want to talk spoilers, spoilers. Let's do it. Let's go. Yes, uh, spoilers now. He was good as the slime ball. Yeah, he was. I never bought him as good. I haven't seen him in anything else. But oh, I thought, but I thought he, he did in? a good job in this. Yeah, uh, his character, I didn't buy him as good when he was like, I hated my brother too. I was like, you're you're involved somehow, oh, some way. Yeah. For sure, for but sure. But he, he served his purpose. He, he was really good. I liked the actor. Yeah. Um... Then we have uh, Harriet Dyer as Emily Cass, the the sister. Mm-hmm. She also, again, just did a solid job. Nothing against. Very yeah. Did. Exactly. Good. Good. Good job. Um, that fucking, oh, that scene in the restaurant. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that was wild. Um, we'll get there probably. Uh, yeah. Then we got uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen as Adrian Griffin. The, the titular Invisible Man. <laughs> who, who has the scene in the very beginning and the very end. Yeah. He is the and then bread he, of Other than sandwich. that, he didn't have to be on set a day in his life. <laughs> Imagine if Lee Waddell put him in a green screen suit and he was like, no, walk around. Walk around. <laughs> walk walk around. around. Do it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. That would have that um, been so funny. Yeah. Uh... Then, uh, coming up on the main folk, we got Storm Reed uh, as mm-hmm. Sydney, the the little, the little girl. The little girl. Yeah. Love. Wrinkle in time herself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought she did a good job. She was good. When she got punched, I was oh. like, oh, world star! World <laughs> star! Oh my god! <laughs> She got punched in the face. I did not. There are a lot of good moments, and there are a lot of things that caught me off guard. And when she got punched in the face, I was like, "Oh God! Oh God! Oh wait! No, not not my little Sydney." Yeah. Um, then we have the uh, wonderful Aldous Hodge uh, as James. Yes, MC Red. That. He was MC Red in Straight Out Cop. Oh, I have his, I didn't see Straight Out Cop. Racist. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, you took that, that way took too a far. Turn. I may have turned on the light real quick. Okay. It's again too dark for my sleepy hungover boy. You talking smack? Yep. Exclusively. Exclusively talking smack. Say I'm bad again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be your LinkedIn. That should be like your header on your LinkedIn profile. Exclusively talking, talking smack, smack. Uh, <laughs> with like a little grin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Aldous Hodge. Uh, I know him from Black Mirror. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah! He is in Black Mirror. Yeah, that was a good episode. It was a good episode. And I yeah. Really liked uh, so I, I was a big fan of his performance in this. I thought he did a really great job. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good. Uh, uh, yeah, he was good. I, I can't... I'm not going to sit here and say fancy words because I feel like there isn't really any. 
but he was good. I thought he did a great job. I thought he was killing it. Uh, glad to see him doing stuff. Uh, then, of course, the star of the show, Miss Scientology herself, Elizabeth Moss. So, real quick tangent, I was like, let's do it. Let's cross it in. They're both Scientologists. Come on, bring in Tom Cruise, tie this back into the mummy, flash up, give me that dark universe. I want to see it. I don't care if I'm the only person who wants to see it. Give me my dark universe. She has the invisible suit now. She can be the invisible woman. We can get this Monster Mash Avengers. Here we go. Didn't they cancel but didn't the, happen. the Dark Universe? Like the weekend the mummy came. Yeah, I was like, I think they just canned that. Ah, um, uh, but a boy can dream. Yeah, you can dream all you want. Um, although, uh, before we talk about Elizabeth Moss, a cool tie-in that I noticed, and I don't know if it's supposed to be like just an Easter egg, and it doesn't actually mean anything, um, but in the article that she reads about uh, Adrian dying... It says that he's the founder of a company called Cobalt, uh-huh. which is the company from Upgrade. Ah, that's cool. Which I don't, like it. It probably doesn't mean anything, but I was like, "That's a cool <coughs> little detail. That's a cool little thing." Yeah. It yeah, it is a cool detail. Like I know him and James Wan leave the puppet from Saw in all their movies. Yeah, it's even in Aquaman. Yeah, so I bet it was just they like their little Easter eggs. Oh yeah, I'm sure little... it was just. But I thought it was cool. I was like, why do I know that? I feel like I know that company name from something, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool because Upgrade also yeah. ripped. Um. But yeah, Elizabeth Wright. <laughs> what do you think? She. She was great. I really, really enjoyed her. I think she is one of those actresses, one of those actors, who, no matter how you feel about the movie, no matter how the quality of the movie is, or TV show, they're always good. And I think she's one of those actresses who are like, no matter what, she'll be good. Because she's a good actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's great. She did a really good job. Unlike most and yeah, they're all females. So unlike most women who are in horror movie thrillers where they're screaming and it's way over the top and you're like, uh, calm it down. You're at a 12, give me a 9. She was always perfect. She was always realistic. Yeah. She was always, which is great. Yeah, give me a guy. I want to see a guy screaming. I'd be losing my mind <laughs> if there was an invisible. I'd be like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Ah! Oh, jeez. That would be very funny. Yeah, give me a dude in that role. But, yeah, no, she was really believable. Uh, uh, yeah, I liked her a lot. I was going to get to some criticisms, but they're not hers. It's the way it was written. So Yeah, like, I think she did. Yeah. I think she did a really good job. Like, um, I think this will be, I mean, maybe not for me personally, but I'm sure for a lot of people. This will be like the Lupita Nyong'o performance in Us at the end of the year when people are like, why is no one talking about this? Mm-hmm. You know, I get that. Because I Probably. think she did a really good right. job. Um, yeah. I don't think she was better than Lupita. Lupita fucking killed it. Um, yeah. But I think Elizabeth Mock did I think she did a great job. Really good. Like, I was like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. And I, I 100% yeah. agree. She's definitely like, if she's in a movie, she's good. Like, you don't have to work. She's one of those actors you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about you being bad. Like, you're fine. Yeah. So you kind of forget about it. 
Like, she's not an actress that I, like, usually think about when I think of, like, really solid actors. Yeah. But, like, if, if someone's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Elizabeth Moss is in it, I was like, great, she's good. Like, I don't, like, I'm sure she's great. Yeah, she's great. I don't have to. She's like, when good, I yeah, found she's out. She's been crushed. When I found out she was in Us, Look, and I was like, okay, great. We have just, like, a solid cast all the way around. Ugh. I was like, this is great. This is going to be good. Yeah. She's been crushing it for, like, close to 20 years. Yeah, she's all like, uh, she's just always crushing it. So I just don't think yeah. of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she was good. And now uh, we get to the real star. I believe writer and director. I yes. know director. Definitely yeah. writer. Yes. Writer and director. Your boy. Co- co-writer of one of my favorite movies. Mr. Lee Y. Nell. Why? Because I got it. Uh, <laughs> yes, Lee Waddell. You got that I'm the best? Yeah, he ha- he's only directed uh, two other movies, mm-hmm. which was Insidious Chapter 3, which I never saw. Yeah. Uh, and Upgrade, which I did saw, see, and it was slapped ass. It was so good. Yeah. Um, that was one of the, that was a movie talking- that like came out when we were doing the podcast and we didn't do for whatever reason. Yeah. But it, like, I was like, that movie was dope. If we did, if we were doing the podcast the way we do it now, we would have done oh, it. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I think we did Tomb Raider instead. <laughs> yeah, I can't, we did some bullshit. Um, <laughs> another movie, side, a fucking tangent, welcome back everybody. Um, another movie that we also didn't do on the podcast, but also slaps ass that I just watched the other day, again, was Game Night. Yeah. Game Night's really good. It's a fun time. It's really it's fun. beautifully shot. Oh, it's gorgeous. Those Warner Brothers comedies, they know how to shoot. It's why like it, it was I was like watching it and I was like, man, why doesn't anyone talk about this? This is a dope movie. It's like one yeah. of the most like like out of the past couple of years, like I can't remember seeing like just a straight out and out comedy. Like every other mm-hmm. comic comedic movie that I've seen has always been like, Oh, it's Thor Ragnarok or it's uh Happy Time Murders, or it's what I, like it's it's like comedy with yeah. like a it, but it's like something else. Whereas with this, it was just like no, this is just a comedy, and I was like, this is dope, <laughs> this is really good. Yeah, that bullet scene is still like the fun, one so funny. Wicked, wicked. Yeah, was that oh, your did it hurt? Wicked. <laughs> yeah, that's my squeaky toy. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but Lee Winnell, sorry, back 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 at it <sighs> again with the white vans. Um, Speaking of Saw It, uh, he's written like all the Saw movies. He's only written three. Uh, he he created Saw. Saw he co-created Saw. 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 According to his IMDb, he wrote Saw, Saw, Saw Rebirth, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw, the video game, Saw Heritage. <laughs> he's written a bunch of Saw things. I... I'm not going to check, but for me being the, the nerdy saw boy that I am, uh, he he and James Wan wrote the first three, then they produced all the other yeah, ones. Yeah, he's produced all the other They ones. created it. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah, always I love seen it. the first one. You didn't like the first one, yeah? No, I liked the first one. You liked it? I just hey! I don't love it, but I liked it. I'm not. I didn't like it enough to go watch any more of them, that's for sure. Yeah, I get that. It's the that's the dopest. Chris shit. Rock, please be, please, please, I'm begging you, do it right. Jigsaw tore me, 
tore me in half. I was like, oh, they're bringing it back. Oh, they're bringing it back. It was so stupid. And I was like, oh. And it was one of those things where you're like, I knew. I knew it. I knew it was going to be stupid. Why did? I, why am I so disappointed? Didn't you I like knew it was going to be stupid. What was it? Oh, well... Th- <laughs> I don't know anything yeah, no, about this I saw the first one. You showed me the first one. I liked it. I didn't like the car chase. And then I like that was about it. It's the biggest telenovela. He had cancer. They died. They came back. And then it's a whole thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. If we do <laughs> we'll Spiral, about if we do spiral do you want to just like run me, th- like in that episode, do it like Fifty Shades, where you just like run me through everything oh yeah and you're just like for so sure this is what happened and i'll be like what if we do do spirals it's i'm gonna do what like i did for halloween i'm just gonna do a full <laughs> andrew thomas breakdown <laughs> but with saw it's gonna be rough because there's so many time jumps <laughs> and it's wild but yeah right. why not uh and then he wrote uh in all in city in city i yeah movies um, and then a couple other ones here and there other mm-hmm. random films a movie called Doggy Heaven uh, The Mule in 2014 you know some other random stuff and they did Upgrade and then this alright Mr. Woodnow he's been acting What'd in you more think stuff than he's uh, wrote or uh, directed that makes sense. Uh, he's for I know you know this, but for the listeners, he's Adam in the first song. Yeah. So if you're wondering what he sounds like and looks like, that's what he sounds and looks like, but with an Australian accent, not an American one. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he did a really good job with Invisible Man. Uh, and yeah, I was I was very into the directing. Um, I didn't love the script, uh, but like that's my biggest issue is the script with this movie. Uh, one scene in particular that I think we'll get to later. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I thought his directing was very good uh, and very uh, clever. Um, and apparently, Bloomhouse agrees because they just signed a two-year first look deal with him. Uh, and also, the world agrees because it's made like fifty million dollars. Hey, I'm happy. You know, I'm in a <laughs> weird place. All my favorite filmmakers and creators are doing stuff, and their latest projects, I've just not felt. How was that? Uh, and this is how was that uh, M Night TV show? Servant slapped. Okay. Everyone's been disappointing me except the king and <laughs> Night Shyamalan, who has just been getting better and better. Have I told you what I've been doing? This is the tangent episode, guys. I'm sorry. So me and Justin are doing a full M Night Shyamalan marathon, Ooh. and we're calling it March Night Shyamalan <laughs> for the entire month of March. Not M Night Madness. Nah. It's 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 March Night Shyamalan Shyamalanathon. Uh, I'm I'm planning. You know, sometimes my plans don't come through, but I'm planning. Look at my Twitter, folks. I think I said it once on one of these podcasts. Go look at it. I'm gonna tweet my thoughts about all the movies. <laughs> 
So do you and hey, Justin want to do a that. special M Night episode of the podcast next week? <laughs> Honestly, I know he'd love it. Maybe, maybe. Ooh, Patreon exclusive. Who knows? Ooh, who knows? Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll 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 spread the the word. But anyway, Lee Waddell. Um, the direction in this I thought was fine. I mean, I say this to to criticize directors. But I mean this sincerely. It's competently directed. It's not just competently. It has a lot of style. The hall, the hallway scene fight was so cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a he. He knows how to build tension. Um, a lot of things were about to be a paranormal activity, but in a good way, in the great artist steel <laughs> type of way. Uh yeah, no, I, I I liked it. Sometimes I I think I have a coherent a coherent thought. Uh-huh. I was gonna come in and say, "Oh man, I didn't like the directing." But no, the more I'm sitting down and thinking about it, all my complaints, everything, goes back to the script. What? Okay. Yeah. Let's no, talk about this. because it's my yeah, problem too. Because it's stupid. <laughs> like, uh, and one one big clarification. I'm not going to sit here and talk about plot holes. I get it. Yeah, sure, he's a millionaire with this invisible suit. He can change the world single-handedly. He can tear down down systems of government. He can go old school. He could rob a bank. But nah, he's just going to stalk this girl. Like, yeah, sure, that's stupid, but it's a movie. Movie's got a movie. I get it. But it's really stupid. What what is so stupid about it? It's just I don't know. When did the Invisible Man get superpowers? When could he lift her with one hand, even two hands, off the ground and fling her into a wall like she's the Hulk? Maybe the suit has strength things. I don't know. I get that this was the point, and I love the social message. I love the effort in this, but a lot of the language of cinema, uh, it made me feel like I was supposed to think that maybe she was crazy, and maybe it is all in her head. Not the way the movie was filmed and the way the movie was written made me feel that the audience should be second-guessing her, when obviously, and we all know, that she's right. He is invisible. That's why we came here. I don't know. It just felt odd. And again, the direction was the good part. It was the way it was written that really frustrated me. Also, I'm going to say it, two horror movies in a row. Sometimes I love my goofiness. I love Goofy, but sometimes things just go too goofy, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care anymore. This is, this is, uh, like, like, you, have like this very, you know, we have, you have, like, on your goof spectrum, you have this, like, chunk where it's like, this is too goofy, but then if you go so far past that point, <laughs> then it goes back to being good. But the, only Cats lives on that level. That like there's I feel goofy. like there's other movies that exist there. We just haven't. What else? Like ATM. <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. Like there's, I think there are movies that exist on that side of the of the line. But there's like this yeah. chunk of just like 
Yeah, I love goofiness all the way up to about here, and then you're way too goofy, and then we hit another point, and then you're just, you're so goofy that I love it. Like, it's this... You want me back. It's this weird, like, three segments of a, of a scale. Honestly, you want to know what it says, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, I feel like it's confidence. Sometimes it feels like they're like, okay, we're doing something goofy, and I hope you like it. And it's like, well, don't... Either do it or don't. Go full comic book? Yeah, go full comic book. Where some things go ATM. It goes so goofy where we're like, who cares what you think? Who? Who? No, honestly, you paid us. We're going to give you what we want to give you. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt like it was, all right, we're in this very serious movie about domestic abuse. And this is a clear allegory for domestic abuse. And then it's like, I don't know, like, let's pour coffee grounds to see if we see a footprint. It just, the way it was filmed, the way it was structured, felt weird. And there was so many little moments of that where it kind of just tainted the whole thing. I, I disagree, because I, I don't, I don't uh-huh. quite see what you're talking about there. I felt like the coffee grounds beat while a bit too late. Like, I was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I don't know. It, it, none of this movie felt stupid to me, except for one scene. The one scene that I thought really almost fucked this entire movie over for me um, was right after the hallway fight. And there's that one scene in the police station with James, uh-huh. where it's like very suddenly he's just like, "It's all over. Everything's done." And then she's like, no, he's st- it was all him the whole time, blah, blah, blah. That scene, I hate it so much. I was like, this feels Why? so weird. I didn't need, I I didn't need a scene to explain that to me like I knew already. You know, like yeah. that, I was like, I don't need this. This is unnecessary. It was an extra like three minutes and I was like, just take that out. We don't need this. Mm-hmm. I don't need this explanation. Like, I know that he was involved. There's no way he wasn't. Like yeah. this movie wouldn't wouldn't work and wouldn't be wouldn't have been worth my time if he wasn't involved. So yeah, what the fuck? That I feel like it's funny what that entire scene felt like to you. That's what the whole movie felt like to me. Okay. Um. Uh. What did I want to say though? Uh. Justin brought up a good point, and I'm curious to see how many people are going to think that he was truly innocent and the brother did do the whole shebang. Oh, a lot, probably, but they're really much like, <clears throat> Much like spoiler alerts for Get Out. Go get see Get Out if you haven't seen it. It's great. Oh, Go yeah, watch watch Get Out. Much like Get Out with people who are like, oh no, Allison Williams, she was brainwashed by the family. Ah, shut the fuck up. She had nothing to do with it. It's like, nah, man. Nah, she was in it. She was in it. <laughs> you are... You are missing the point of the movie if you say that. No, I, think, I feel like a lot of people are going to say that about this game. I, 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 that's, that's wild. Like, the Get Out one, as much as it doesn't make any sense, I can see why people say that. With this one, I don't think there's any way you could. Like, it's very clear. Like, when she gets in the car and he, like, punches through the window, I'm like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. obviously an abuser. There's no way... There's no logical reason for her, his brother to just be doing this. Like, mm-hmm. 
obviously it's him. We know there's at least two suits. Like, there's no way. Also, what? Again, these are plot holes. These are actual criticisms of the movie. But, like, wouldn't you destroy that suit? Sometimes there's enough plot holes in a movie where I'm just like, I'm not going to dig you because I'm not CinemaSins. But, bruh, but bruh. (laughs) Sometimes movies do that to me. Why would Elizabeth Moss destroy the suit? No, not her. Him. Wouldn't he be like, okay, I'm going with this lie. I need to make sure all my things so I'm not incriminated, so nothing can come back to me. Turn it over to the government, do something. I mean, I think the, the, the reason is like, me and her are the only, me, her, and my brother are the only people who know how to get into this house, so I'm not really worried about it. It's fair. And like, she's not going to come here. Visp- Why would she? She thinks Why I'm dead. Have- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, why does an invisible man need a cell phone? What? The, when she calls his cell phone and she hears it upstairs? Yeah. Why does he need a cell phone? To browse the internet. You're an invisible what are you talking man? about? To go on Twitter. Then, I, then there's stupid things. What if you just heard someone pooping, but they're invisible? <laughs> you just hear... What Don't kind mind of criticisms me. Are this? Is this Andrew? They're not criticisms. They're just things that kind of bug me. What? They're not. It kind of bugs me that you could just blow up the Death Star with one thing. But I'm not going to say the movie's bad because of it. So because the Invisible Man those people theoretically are... take a shit while he's invisible, that means the movie's bad. Either go crazy <laughs> or give me my my real. Substantial, like my real, a uh, domestic abuse drama. Give me one of them. Don't have this weird middle, because then I'm gonna do this. If we went full goofy, none of these things would have ever crossed my mind. If they went real serious, they would have never done those things. But you pick this weird middle, and I don't know if it's the subject matter. I don't know if it's the you know my expectations of Lee Woman now. I don't know, but I just did it. There, I had issues. I got problems. I got 99 problems, and this movie ain't one. Um, <laughs> what else do you I want get to talk that. about? <laughs> uh, um, it kind of segued into my thing. You know, we got schlocky. We get schlocky horror movies. ATM is definitely schlocky. But even like Truth or Dare or Ma, who also had a very traumatic uh, uh, subject matter, but did it in a goofy way and it works. But I digress. Uh, I haven't seen any of these films. But then we do have prestige horror like The Witch, like Midsummer, like uh, Get, Get Out, Out or, or uh, Hereditary. Uh, thank you so much, Hereditary. Um, and this is a movie that I feel like tries to be both and I think fails. Do you think, are there other movies that are like that, that try to ride that, take us seriously, but also take your girlfriend, take your, you know, if you're a high schooler, take your significant other and go see this movie and you'll have a good time. I guess Get Out. Get Out works on both those levels. I don't think, I don't think so. I think Get Out is just a great film. Uh, I think. 
I think that Get Out can definitely, you can walk away from Get Out and it'd be a great movie and you just go, huh, race, crazy, right? <laughs> but you could, like, I feel like you could get, I feel like someone, some high schooler could totally go in and just get that. It's not until you get older and you're like, oh, this is hashtag deep. <laughs> um, but like, you're not walking into mid. You're not walking out of midsummer, going like, "Huh, relationships." Am I right? There's obviously it <laughs> is an obvious heavy movie. I feel like Get Out walks that line perfectly. It does lead in more to prestige, but you could also go to your local movie theater, get a large popcorn and a large soda, and just um, watch and get what you paid for. I mean, you're gonna disagree i think batman v superman does it really badly i'm like trying to be really insightful but ultimately okay failing. i was like what does this have to do with horror movies <laughs> what are you talking about why do you have to bring up batman v superman i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know horror movies you've lived okay. in every horror movie that i've seen pretty much like <laughs> That's it. In this so, one podcast alone. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Other than it. Now we've mentioned all of them. There we go. Dang. dang. I don't, like, it's not a uh, genre that I've that I've delved deep into. I only see these big ones because, like, you know, I like Ari Aster or I like Jordan Peele or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, cool, let's do it, let's go. Um, but but I, yeah, not, we can like, talk about this with other genres. Yeah, well. that's why yeah. I, that's why I brought up Batman v Superman because I think it it mm. is trying to be insightful and deep, but ultimately failing, um, because it it takes itself too seriously and so it it's like it doesn't quite understand its subject matter and it's like no, this is ridiculous, but you're treating it like it's not, so it's even more ridiculous. And I don't know how that works. Um, I think I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think of other movies that do that. That like so ridiculous sort of thing. Something that I think kind of gets there in a very different way. Um, But I think you'll understand what I mean when I say this. I think Oh Hello on Broadway. It's funny. Like I was going to say Bo Burnham. Yeah, I think Bo Burnham and Oh Hello, like I think they walk that line of like, this is really ridiculous. But we know it's really ridiculous, and we're going to play with that, and just mm-hmm. how ridiculous it can get. Like, too much tuna, and that whole dream ballet in Oh Hello are, like, so stupid. Like, if you think about them out of context, I'm like, that's the stupidest bit I've ever heard. But, <laughs> when that sandwich flies down at Steve Martin, it gets me every time. <laughs> yeah. Or when they're fighting at Oh Hello. Go yeah. see Oh Hello. It's great. Go watch Tell Oh Hello on Netflix. This is great. Um, it, it, it's like you're like actually moved by it. Yeah. When they're both fighting and they break up. Or I feel like Bo Burnham walks this line perfectly. Oh, yeah. Especially in his last special. Yeah. Make Happy? Yeah. Make Happy. With the Kanye thing, oh. I think that walks that line of... And uh, shout out to Wisecrack. I know you don't like him, but I love him. 
they talk What's about What's up, it. guys? Welcome back to, the, to our YouTube channel. Smash that like button. We're going to get right into it. They don't even do that anymore. Anyway, <laughs> they talk about Wisecrack, or not Wisecrack, they talk about Bo Burnham going to I irony, which the late 2000s and all of the aughts were just, were going full irony. And Bo Burnham does this smart thing that goes, I'm going to go so ironic, so ironic, that hey, look around, we're back into earnesty. Yeah. I'm going to take you so deep. And he's been doing that and forever. He's been, he did that with words, words, words. Like, he's been doing that mm -hmm. since his first specials. Like, he's he's so good. And to tie this back into the Invisible Man, yeah. I feel like it's like, okay, if you want this, again, very traumatic thing that people deal with all the time, this allegory. But you also want to have that hallway scene fight? Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you can have your cake and eat it too. And I love it when you can. But sometimes you do have to choose. I feel like this movie could be a lot better. Or not, maybe not better. Because again, I wouldn't say this is a bad movie. But I would prefer it if that hallway scene fight wasn't shot so... Oh, look how cool the Invisible Man is. Look at him. Ba, 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 ba. And it's like, wait, I thought I was... Isn't he an abuser? Wait, huh? What? Uh, what are you talking about? That, it's... It's... The, you know the hallway scene fight? Yeah, I know I know that. But what are you talking about with it being shot like he's cool? At no point in this it, movie did I go, Man, the Invisible Man, fucking... He's cool as shit, man. He's I, the dopest the, dude in the world. Like, I, I mean, that fight that. scene... That fight scene is very, look at him flex, look at him. I bah, didn't feel bah, bah, that bah, bah, at bah. all. It felt horrifying. It felt like, what? yeah, here's like this thing that you can't see. How are you going to fight it? What are you going to do? With the gun right? and he's like, right with the gun and he's pointing at the guy and he's like, bang. <laughs> I don't, I feel like it's a lot like Darth Vader uh, in Rogue One. I see what you mean. Um, 100%. I get what you mean right then and there. I, I disagree, but... You like get I never, what I'm at, one, at, at no point was I like, oh shit, Invisible Man is kicking ass right now. I was yeah. like, oh, this is scary. This is not going to go well for our, for our girl. Um, And I just... I don't know. Maybe if we, like, have flashbacks to see the relationship... Like, one, two second of, like, the good and then maybe the bad. I don't know. I feel like... I'm out. I don't like flashbacks. <laughs> um, I just wish we saw something more. I felt like I... I wish I felt more. I was just passively watching this. All right. And I wish this movie could have either had me go, Man, this is bonkers and crazy. I love it. Or go, Oh, man. Emotions. Abuse. Oh, this is awful, but I love it in my artistic way. And I, and the movie chose this weird, pun unintended, Frankenstein mash of a movie of we're going to be serious, but we're also going to be goofy. And it was like with that and with this specific movie, I just don't feel anything. I 100% get what you mean. I, I disagree, yeah. but I, I cannot argue that. 
Yeah. I get it. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> um, we did it. Yeah. Go full irony and then pull me back and go, oh, man, this is... It's, oh, man. This is My nice. hand can't fit in a side to Pringles can. What the fuck yeah. is up with that? But also anxiety and, like, wanting people to love me. And is that part of me bad? Is Should I feel that way? Can I just live? But I chose this profession. But also, I would ask if I knew you couldn't fold the burrito. Like... Yeah, I hope that these make sense to people who are listening. I hope, yeah, or I hope really we're not just. <laughs> no I hope we're not just it. quoting. Like, no things. one understands what we're talking about. We're like, yeah, yeah, the Kanye thing and Bo Burnham, and everyone's like, what? What? what yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of cleverness, uh, I think this movie is very clever in okay in its uh, direction. Because, like, that was the one thing. I think that's part of why I liked the direction so much was because I was like, this movie is so easy to make tense. All you need to do is say, hey, it's called The Invisible Man. And then pan the camera to an empty room. And I'm like, yeah, he's there. This sucks. (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. Like, every time Mm -hmm. it, like, moved a little bit off of center... And you saw a little bit too, like, the background kind of came in focus a little bit too much. Or, like, the camera just stayed still while everyone left the frame. Or, like, moved down a hallway like someone was walking, but there was nothing there. I was like, he's right there, man. He's right fucking there. He's right there. <laughs> to quote uh, your your boy, uh, this fucking guy. Yeah. That's an uncut jams reference, everybody. <laughs> um... With saying that, would you ever go back and watch like Blair Witch or the first three Paranormal Activities, the good ones? Uh, Probably not. Because what you just said is like that exactly with those movies. I mean, it didn't it, it didn't make the entire movie, but I was just like every time it happened, I was like, "This is clever. I like this. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of this." But I think like that gimmick alone wouldn't make me... Like, if that was all this movie had going for it, I'd be like, yeah, this movie sucks. Except for this one thing. What? You know what I mean? Yes. And that, what else... I mean, I know we've been talking about it for 40 minutes, but, like, what else was, like, what made you cross over to loving it? I didn't love this movie. I just thought it was good. I thought it was, like, a very solid movie. You said you loved it at the very beginning. You were like, I love this movie. Is it is it great? No, I always but try I love and like it. hype up the movie at the beginning. If I like uh. it, and then we can sort of get into the nitty gritty. I like this movie. Yeah, I don't. I, I, like as I said, it's not going to be on my list at the end of the year unless this year sucks. Like oh, God, like that's it. Like I don't know. I'm I'm probably not going to think about this movie tomorrow. Mm. That's that's a fact. But I thought that it was clever. I thought I liked uh, Elizabeth Moss a lot. Um... I really liked Aldous Hodge. I thought the the camera work was really good. I don't know. It was just I don't. Other than that one scene in the police station, I didn't really have any problems with it. I was like, yeah, this movie's pretty solid all the way around. Yeah. That police does, station. I think scene. it slaps pretty hard. The scene in the restaurant was really good. Oh yeah. Let's let's end on a good note. That restaurant scene slapped. Oh. I love the dialogue. I love the way they they were so connected. 
it was so personal. I love the waiter coming in and out. Oh. She was mean, but I like liked the way she was mean to him. Yeah. It was great. And I didn't her look of seeing the floating night is chilling. Yeah, I like it when she like me. turned her head, I was like, what is happening? And then it cut back and it was a knife and I was like, oh no. <laughs> like it that was, was the scariest yeah. part of the movie. Like I was like, oh shit, no, don't do it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Movies, man. Movies movies are cool. Do you have anything else you yeah. want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, I mean, hey, I uh, I can't even say support original things because it's not original. One funny tangent. Okay. So, I love the Goofy. I was like, yo, I better see a man in bandages walking around. I better see a, a visible man in a bandage. I better see Some way, somehow. the street. Yes, and then they were in the hospital, and they rolled out the guy, the gurney with bandages, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not going to see it. All right, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? All right. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm out. Goodbye. Uh, um, Yeah, that's why I don't like the movie. Um, I mean, if, like I said, if you just want to have a fun time at the movies, it is fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, one other thing that I just remembered is, hey, movies, hey, abortions exist. If someone really doesn't want to have a baby, they can get an abortion. You don't have to do this whole thing. This just bugs me every time. I mean, it's it's weird. I wonder how movies and studios are going to get away with this for so much longer because... It's obvious that they're appealing not just, not even to American states, the world, by doing that. Yeah. It's the Star Wars gay kiss. It's Bohemian Rhapsody existing. It's all these things. And like, yeah, I was thinking of that. I was like, huh, are they going to mention it? A mention is enough. Yeah, even if, even it, if just a quick, just like, like the nurse being like, if you really don't want to have this baby, you can get an abortion. I can't do that. Okay. Okay, cool. You don't want to... Okay, cool. No worries. Just an option, considering you are currently in a mental facility. You know, if you don't want to have a baby when you're in jail for killing your sister. Just an option that you have. I I just don't like the movies consistently just, like, ignore that they exist when it's, like, so clear that the person doesn't want to have a kid. I'm like, there's options. You have many options. Especially if it's only been a month. Like, you can easily... Go get an abortion. It's not. I'm not saying it's fun, but it's an uh, option is there for you if you, you don't want to have use of X's child. Yeah. He, I, as much as I like girls, there's like I have like a man. Maybe I do dig Lena Dunham. Then I remember all the stuff she's done. I'm like, yeah, I can't. Remember that time that she admitted to molesting her sister? That was fun. In a book. It sold millions of copies. Yeah, that's super fun. Remember when she was like, "Yo, I wish I could have an abortion." Yeah, and, he, and everyone, everyone across the world went. Even people who were pro life were like, "Come on, come man!" On. Like, come on, bro. I, it's like a fight, and you're like, "Come on, that's." I'm I'm a I'm a forget that because what? <laughs> yeah, it's, what? What are you talking about? Like, let's move on. What are you that's... talking about? <laughs> 
Even we know that eight people who want abortions don't want abortion. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> she is something else. Yeah. Uh, girls does slap, though. I'm but, not, hey. Artists, art versus the artists. Well, hey, maybe we'll talk about that soon. Ooh, Roman can we Polanski not? Just won. Heated about, uh, those, those <laughs> Roman Polanski just won them weekends. Ooh boy! What was that? Did you hear about the Caesar Awards? Yeah, exactly. Roman Polanski just won Best Director. Fucking trash, trash, um, trash. I didn't even know the movie existed. I, I was didn't like, either. Directed I just a saw movie? like Roman Polanski won this thing, and I was like, "Who let him exist? Who is letting him do this?" This is tr- fucking garbage. I'm so upset. Shout out to the uh, Portrait of a Lady on Firecast, though, because they all walked out and they're fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wild. People I'm Edge Thomas. My name is Sam Bannigan. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias that I use, namely Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me at two places. First, you can find me nowhere because I'm invisible. But... I really do hate promoting myself. I really do. It's one of my pet peeves. But I gotta promote myself. I'm producing a show. Ooh. And it's coming out soon. Uh, it's called The Insect. Oh, that's uh, uh, by by our, our friend Megan, right? Yes, by our friend Megan, M. Stratton. Uh, it's gonna be one hoot hollering of a time. It's gonna be for two weekends. And I'm gonna tell you that real soon. I should have had this pulled up. You definitely should have. <laughs> I should have had that pulled up. I, I had my phone in my hand, and then I was like, why did I have my phone in my hand? I put it back down. I was like, oh, that's why I, wanted, that's why I had my phone in my hand. Yes, it is going to be at under St. Mark's Theater. It's on St. Mark Street in New York City. Uh, it's going to be from March 12th through the 14th and March 19th through the 21st. The show starts at 730 uh, tickets will be sold at the door for $20, I believe. I believe that's the final price. Uh, it could change. It might go $5 up or down. But yes, I would love to see you. The Insects, uh, yeah, producer of the show. If you go see it, you help me get money. Yeah. And uh, that's great. A lot of good people money. involved in that show. Uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, if yeah. you are in the New York City area. Uh, yes. Or if you're in town the next couple weekends, why not come see a cool show? And I will be there for all of them. And if you say welcome back anywhere, I will I will give you a high five. <laughs> a crisp fiver. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll give you a hug, but like a good hug. <laughs> like two sisters at a funeral hug. Like that's the type of hug I'll give you. Okay. Um you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, RSS feed. All that stuff is on welcomebackpod.com, uh, as well as a link to our Patreon, uh, where you can support us um, yeah, uh, if yeah. you want to support the show. Um, and join our producer, Kate, uh, in... Uh, helping us make the show. Uh, we currently just have the one um, supporter, and we hope that that grows to even more. Uh, we have a super fun goal. If we make, uh, if we start making $150 a month, we will do a commentary track for The Creative Showman. Uh, we'll figure that out somehow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can support us over there at patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Uh, again, all that 
all that information is going to be at welcomebackpod.com. All the links to all those different places where you can check us out. Uh, please like the track, review the track, review the podcast. Do all those things on all those different platforms. And, and of course, listen. <laughs> See, I've been I've been doing better. Sometimes I use I used to just make jokes and just say jokes, even if it did hurt people. I thought of a joke, but I was like, "That's too." I can. It's innocent now, but it could easily mm. get dicey later. Mm. So, but tell your friends. There you <laughs> go. Moral of the story: Tell your friends about us, just like I just told Sam about the joke I was about to tell. Look at that. Tell. It, it's, it's as easy as that. So tell your friends, tell your mom, tell everyone. Uh, yeah, we'd love to spread welcome back around the world. Yeah, uh, we we sure do. Let me just double check one thing before we completely sign off because I should have checked this earlier. Nope, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been recording this entire time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have to re-record the entire podcast. <laughs> uh, no, that's all. That's the podcast for today. That is it. We'll see you next week, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Bye. Uh, there's no joke. Yeah, I... we normally do a joke. Do you have a... Hey, uh, what's a good joke? Oh, did you hear... Hey, Andrew. Yeah? Yes, yeah, Sam? <laughs> Did you hear about the, Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock knock joke? No. He got the Nobel Prize. Wop 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 wop. <laughs>